Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, you know what I mean? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, to all the grandmothers out there, you know what I mean? All the women out there taking care of that responsibility, you know what I mean? Even the women out there that's taking care of those responsibilities, uh, that they don't have to. So shout out to them too. Shout out to all my stud moms out there. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna start off at the top answering this question right here for my big brother, uh, Smokey. Um, he had a question for the studs out there. You know what I mean? Uh, for Mother's Day, if y'all have kids or whatever, or even if y'all step stud daddies, um, do y'all also? want gifts and stuff like that uh or are, or are y'all too soft for that kind of shit right L let me get the exact quote so i can know so i can make sure i i answer the question the right way do the studs with children accept mother's day gifts or y'all not with that punk shit now me personally if i was a parent if i was a mom whether if I would have beard the child or not, yeah, I want motherfucking gifts. Why not? That ain't no punk shit. For my birthday, I get gifts. I, that wouldn't that wouldn't be considered any punk shit. So no, niggas always trying to get out of giving gifts to a motherfucker. Nah, nigga, give me my shit. At the end of the day, I'm still a woman, right? Just because a person may present themselves as being masculine or a stud or whatever. That don't mean that they don't want to be uh, approached as or treated as a female. Well, I'm one of those females that's like that. Now, some um, other studs might feel like that because they might be going through uh, transitioning and changing. Just like it's men out there that change into women, is women out there that turn into men. You, you understand what I'm saying? So... But I'm one of the studs that, yeah, get, I'm one of the kind of studs that be like, yeah, give me a gift, nigga. I'm a woman through and through, okay? Just the way I dress, just because I dress a certain way don't mean you don't have to treat me like a female. Because I, yeah, treat me like a female, my nigga. So, yeah, give me that gift. Um, Happy birthday to my late great cousin, uh, England. Um, it's been, it's been over like... It's been over like, it's been over 10 years since uh, my cousin, since my little cousin passed away. Um, he was murdered. Um, sad to say he was murdered. I don't know why that clapping shit came up. I apologize, y'all. But um, yeah, he was murdered. And the, the, the 
saddest part about it was that I was locked up when he got killed. And I, I, I found out he got murdered uh, by watching the news. And I was like, oh, shit, that's my cousin, England. Like, what the fuck? But um, prayers go out to his brothers, um, his sisters, like all of his immediate family. You know what I mean? Um, uh, his mom's also passed away. So RIP to my Aunt Poopy. I know she up there chilling with my moms. They up there chilling. Um, and chilling along, right along with him. They watching all this crazy, stupid shit. Um, speaking of my moms. Happy Mother's Day to my mommy. Matter of fact, let me light this candle that my baby suggested for me to light and to have lit for the whole day. Uh, it wasn't lit the whole day to represent my mom's uh, being here, being around for the whole day. And I came in, I actually came in with that Heavy D song because Heavy D was one of my mom's favorite artists growing up. Like she was so in love with Heavy D. I think she had a thing for like heavy set chubby dudes. I think they were like teddy bear ass men to her because she was in love with uh Barry White too. And if y'all if y'all not familiar with Barry White, just Google him. Another chubby nigga, but handsome, handsome guys, very handsome guys. R.I.P. to Heavy D because I believe he passed away. And also R.I.P. to Barry White because he passed away years ago. But um, just once again, shout out to all the mothers out there. R.I.P. to my moms. R.I.P. to my cousin England. Happy late, great birthday to him up there in heaven. Um, shout out goes to all my aunties out there in Jersey City. Um... And uh, shout out to my cousin Trav, shout out to my little brother Slay, shout out to my older brother Smokey. Um, just shout out to all the listeners, man, because I love the way how y'all be doing the way y'all be doing what y'all do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to call y'all the doers, you heard? Because y'all be showing up for the spot. Y'all really, 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 really be showing up for the spot. And we need to give y'all a round of applause. You feel me? Because y'all be showing up for a nigga. That's why I be like, I really need to always show up for y'all. Or at least try to. Um, once again, this is episode 38. I'm in the spot. You in the spot. But unfortunately, y'all, P is not in the spot, man. Don't boo me too hard. Don't boo me too hard. But P couldn't make it today. Um, you know, today is Mother's Day. Um, she is a mom, you know, so she, you know, have to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and uh, she also is doing stuff with her mom and things like that. So shout out go to P because it be hard doing this shit without her. Trust me, uh, it's not that easy to put on some tunes and get all this shit together and the music right and all this old extra shit. The last time P wasn't here, I was just working with a phone. You feel me? I just had the phone to my mouth. I think I was playing music from the TV. It wasn't on this level. Not to say we on level 10, but the last time P wasn't here, we was on level 1. Now we on about level 5 and she's not around, so... It might sound a little janky promoters. Oh, this motherfucker. 
it might sound it, 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 it might sound a little janky promoters up this motherfucker but um but you know the show must go on you feel me and you know as as long as you got me here you got the spot you heard because you in the spot with your girl the one and only t your favorite lesbian in the whole wide world so we about to go to a commercial break i'm fucking up already you feel what i'm saying i don't know exactly what i'm fucking up with doing i i just feel like i'm i, I just feel like i'm gonna make a mistake sooner or later so i'm just i'm i'm just throwing it up in the air so that when I make a mistake, y'all don't need to be like, look at her, fucking up already. No, I already said it. But anyway, like I said, we about to uh, go pay some bills and then we're going to come right back. Shout out to new listeners. Oh, yeah. I forgot to shout out to, uh, I forgot to do my shout out to Anchor uh, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Overcast and all the other platforms that you guys listen to me on. Um, shout out to them. Um, and once again, shout out to you guys. And we about to go pay some bills. Shout out to the new listeners. When we gonna come? When we come back, we gonna come back with that topic, then that social news, then that new music, then that what's popping, then that put you on song. You already know how we do it up here. We gonna be right back. Go pop that popcorn. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, um, you back up in the building with your girl, man. Like I said, man, P not here. Shout out to P once again. Um, shout out to all the mommies out there. Happy Mother's Day. Um, R.I.P. to my mom. Happy Mother's Day to you up in up in heaven, mama. Um, like I said once again, this is big, big episode thirty-eight. You feel me? And, um, you know what I mean? Since we ain't got P up in the building, you just got me up in the building. Ain't no kind of structure. Ain't nobody up in here telling me what to do, giving me no side eyes, telling me to wrap it up and all that old extra shit. You know production being production. So since I'm up in here by myself today, we about to have some extra fun. You feel what I'm saying? So we just going to be talking about a little bit of everything, you heard? Um... I'm going to give you a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about me today. You feel me? This episode 38. So I'm going to give you all a little bit of background about the host. You feel me? I I never gave you all background about the host. I always talk about myself a little bit on and off. You feel me? Um, First off, like I said at the top, I want to always give a shout out to the current listeners, the new listeners. Because y'all mean a lot. You feel what I'm saying? Um, whether y'all know it or not, if you listening to me right now, you mean a lot. For real, for real. Um, 
I appreciate y'all tuning in the way y'all tune in or the way y'all try to. You feel me? So I try to, you know, make sure I'm on point for my people every single week. Um, if you a new listener today, I try to drop the episodes on Sunday nights. But if it's not there Sunday night, it'll definitely be there no later than Monday night. You heard? Um, so I try to show up for you guys. Um... I was born in 1982, hence me being 38, of course. Um, I love tattoos. I'm a Gemini. (laughs) You feel me? And I'm a June Gemini, the nice ones, because people always be talking about Geminis. But it's two different kinds, just like it's two different sides, you heard. Um, I enjoy talking. I like to smoke. And And, you know... I'm I'm cool, you feel me? Uh, if it's a whole bunch of niggas in the room, trust and believe I'm one of the coolest niggas in the room. Not saying I'm the coolest. I'm 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 one of the coolest niggas in the room. And uh, if you one of my people's listening, you could uh, you know you you could contest attest to that. You feel me? Um, I don't even know if I'm using the right word, the, the right type of grammar of this motherfucker. <laughs> P not here to help me out with shit today. Social news is going to be all in shambles once we get to that. But let's just get past this part right about now. You heard? Um, um, I've been living in California for probably like five, six years now. You know what I mean? I'm originally from Jersey City, New Jersey, I got it tatted on me. You feel me? Um, and I did a little time, yo. I did a little. I did a little bitty bid. Uh, I was locked up for five years and uh two months, and I feel like that five years and two months really did preserve your girl. I promise you, it really, really did, cause. I'm going to be 39, and a lot of people don't even think I'm anything over 27. Like, no cap. I'm not lying to y'all. For real, for real. I'm not styling. Um, Most people don't even think I'm in my 30s. They'll probably give me 31, 32, but they damn sure ain't about to give me no 39, 40. And that's probably also because I don't have any kids. Niggas don't see me walking around with kids or talking about kids or anything like that. So... Because that's another thing that gives it away for people, like, that gives away people age for me. Like, if they say they got kids or some shit like that, I'm automatically going to put you in the 30 atmosphere. Because, you know, I'm not going to assume that you was young as hell having a baby and getting pregnant and shit. So, I'm going to just assume that you at least in your 30s just on the strength of you having a kid. But probably if you ain't got no kid and if you look young... I'm gonna give you yet. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that youngness. But most of the people I bump into, all the motherfuckers be looking old as fuck, and they be younger than me. So I, it's crazier than you be like motherfuckers had a hard life, but then it be like I was locked up. I went to jail, prison, halfway house, all that shit. I would say that was kind of a hard life. So, but things is that's. That's why motherfuckers always be like, it could be worse, you feel me? Because you could have been uh, on drugs. You could have been some type of heroin addict or crack addict or some type of shit like that. 
or fucking shermed out and shit like that. And that stuff like that caused your skin to get fucked up and you to have spots and shit like that on your skin. So, thank goodness. Um, I ain't go all the way spiraled off the motherfucking, um, curb. Um, um, my mom's name is Bernice. Got her tatted on my arm. You feel me? Um, unfortunately she passed away back in 1998. So that was back in the nineties and we've been in the 2000s for 21 years so it's been a long time since my mom passed away uh but missing her that shit don't ever change it and it just um it just becomes a little bit easier to deal with you know what i mean um but ain't nothing like having them you know having your mommy around um so anybody out there listening that don't have a real good relationship with your mom's man try to mend that um, and try to, um, I mean, I know y- y'all know it'd be a strain with the mother daughter relationships. Right. And I feel like it's like that mainly because of the fact that the mom, re- I think the mom, I think moms really be jealous of their daughters because they be seeing themselves in their daughters, like 100%. It's told, it's like the opposite with women. We are so freaking crazy, right? Like a guy with a son, if they see their son, like a, a total replica of them guys, they love that shit. Like that's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. But with women at first, we like that shit when, when they little, two-year-olds three-year-olds and little kids when you know when, when we can dress them like us us and shit and had them looking like barbie dolls but once they get older become teenagers and they become dressing themselves and learning how to dress themselves and looking all cute and shit and we looking at them like little bitch where you think you going like we be like women is we just on another level we we just really are and it's crazy but i think i really feel like that's why mother daughter relationships are like you know always on some topsy-turvy shit especially um especially around the middle teenage to adult years but i feel like once you crack into that adult years and probably once your daughter have kids and stuff you two start to uh understand each other more and better and i feel like if my mom's was here that's how our relationship would be we always had a good solid relationship but mind you i was 15 years old when my mom passed away you feel what i'm saying so because of the fact that i was so young my mom treated me as such like a young lady you feel me she didn't treat me as an adult because i wasn't an adult um and then you know as a teenage girl you be wanting to do adult type shit you feel what i'm saying but now me being about to be hitting 40s is like every single day or every every minute in the day i think of things that my mom would say to me when i was a kid and when i was a teenager and i'd be like dang she was never lying like she was never ever lying about them things she never lied about none of that shit her my aunties nobody never lied about things that they ever said to me when i was a kid and now that i'm older everything that they were saying was right on point everything from 
you slow down, you should, you know, don't grow up too fast. Everything, like everything that people were saying to you now, trust that shit. Listen to that shit. And learn from that shit. Don't ignore that shit and be like, they don't know what they talking about or, or they don't live my life or how could they know? Trust me, they know. Because when a motherfucker say, oh, it ain't been that long ago since I was a kid, that's true too. Because I remember when they used to say that shit to me too. And I used to be like, yo, you old as hell. It was a long ass time ago when you was... 13 or when you was 12 but no it really wasn't it really don't be for them like for me i can say that but to a kid that's what they could be thinking like bitch you about to be 40 i'm 12 years old you don't remember shit about being no 12 year old but i do i really do and she was totally different from what the fuck it is now but it's still the same feeling you you still feel like you trying to break through a shell and your parents and, and all those type of adult people be trying to keep you from that. But they really just be trying to shelter you from the world that's out there. So Drake was in line uh, about that uh, line. He was lying about it. But then again, he wasn't lying about it when he was like, I wasn't sheltering my son from the world. I mean, I wasn't um, trying to keep my son uh, from the world. I was trying to keep my world, uh, keep the world from my son. All that old extra shit. But um, shout out to Drake, whatever. Speaking of Drake, he uh, gave his baby mother a happy Mother's Day shout out as she as he should. Made her a mother, right? But um, yeah. Um, more about me. Once again, I am a lesbian, but I'm not just a lesbian. I'm your favorite lesbian in the whole wide world. You feel what I'm saying? No. I haven't been a lesbian all my life. I have messed with guys. Um, uh, and that's why when I speak about certain things, I feel like I'm qualified to speak about certain things because I don't, I don't want to say had the best of both worlds, you know, <laughs> motherfuckers be saying. But I have messed with guys. And I'm here to say, like, it, you, because motherfuckers love to say, oh, you you just never met a dude that's why um that be the the main reason why niggas always say dykes or dykes or lesbians or lesbians because they haven't ran into that one nigga with the good dick and all that old extra shit but like i was saying last i think that was last week or the week before last it don't be so much about just the sex it be about the feeling the connection the the energy the electricity, you feel what I'm saying? I've never felt those things with a guy. I've always, I've always felt those things with a woman. Now, yes, I have dealt with guys. I've lost my, I lost my virginity when I was 13 years old to this nigga named Anthony. Shout out to all the Anthony's out there. <laughs> Shout out to all my Anthony's out there. Um, but yeah, to this nigga named Anthony, he was actually kind of like my best friend, sort of like my best friend. We went to the same school. He lived right upstairs from me. I'm from the projects. Shout out to all my Duncan Projectians. If you listening out there, if you ain't listening or if you from the projects, shout out to y'all. He lived right upstairs from me. Um, I lived on the 11th floor and he lived on the 12th. Um, I lost my virginity to him and vice versa. He was a little nasty ass nigga too. Like he was the type of nigga that watched pornos and wanted to 
do everything that was in a porn. And I'm like, nigga, ain't nobody doing all that. You a little nasty little nigga. But shot if Anthony, I apologize if you listening. I don't wanna, you know, but you 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 was young. You ain't know no better. Hopefully he ain't grow up whatever. Hopefully he grew up, but I, I, I don't wanna assault to I don't wanna assault the nigga. But anyway, you know, I lost my virginity to a nigga named Anthony, and I was pretty young when I lost my virginity. I was only 13 years old, um, so a lot of people out there, like, so when I see, like, little, like, when I see studs or dykes or even, because if you a dyke at 12, 13 years old, you gotta be messing with a friend, a femme chick, right? So when I see little lesbian chicks and, and little lesbian couples, and they be like teenage couples, and I be thinking in my head, like, how you even know you're not attracted to a guy? Cause those be one of the, those be the type of girls that grow up and turn into and get into their like twenties, and then mess with a dude and get pregnant and want to fuck with a nigga. You feel what I'm saying now? In my head, I'm not saying like, well, I'm not saying that in my head I always knew I was a lesbian or I always knew I liked girls. But what I did always know is that I never had a connection with a guy. And with guys, it was just about sex. And I mentioned that last week when I was like, once I knew that I can bust a nut with a girl, it was on and popping. It was a wrap. It was over for niggas. And, you know, I always, my style was always tomboyish. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, just, I guess, being like in a massive, quote unquote, when it comes to the uh, lesbian community, I guess being in a masculine role or being a stud, whatever, was just natural for me. Because I never was like a wear dress type of girl. Uh, even when I was young and if I had to wear a dress, it was a wraparound. Like a long ass wraparound dress. <laughs> to where though you couldn't see my legs. And I would hate if anybody else bought me a dress. Because there will be like skirts and shit. I used to hate that shit. But um, yeah, I always wore pants and like big shirts or whatever. But whenever the summertime came, I would like to wear little belly shirts and shit like that because I always had a nice little body. And, you know, like I said, I ain't know how to dress as like a little boy and I wasn't no little motherfucking boy. So, you know, I would dress how a girl's, I guess, supposed to dress in the summertime. But uh, once that sun was over, it was a wrap. I was back with my big ass pants and my big ass shirt. Um. But right now, when it's summertime, you can catch me with a motherfucking white beater and some motherfucking shorts on. And if I'm in the right, you know, if we in the right spot, you can catch me with a sports bra and the motherfucking and some motherfucking shorts on. You heard? But um, yeah, man. Uh, and then as I got older, I'ma say when I was like 16 and a half, about to be going on 17. That's when I started uh. Uh, experimenting with girls. Uh, the girl lived right across the street from where my aunts and them lived at. Um, I forgot her name, but she had a daughter. And this is when I worked on the, um, the school buses as uh, uh, a bus aide. And um, and her daughter rode on the same school bus that I worked on and shit like that. So that's how I became familiar with her. And I believe she was already dealing with girls because she was the one that put me on. Like, anybody ever tell you, 
you look like a a, a bulldog. And I was like, a bulldog? What the fuck is that? That was the first time I ever heard a gayish type term. Like, you know, when she was just like, you know, like a dyke or stud. Like, you dress like a boy and all of that old extra shit. So, that's when I first became into the life of all this gay shit. You feel me? And it was on and popping ever since then. Um... Um, I, I dibbled and dab with a couple of dudes in between time and the meantime, just to make sure. But it was a wrap after that, um, and it was over. Um, shortly after that, I got you know locked up, and once I got locked up, it was definitely a wrap because I was surrounded by all types of women. You feel me? Um, um. Yeah, and it was over. Uh, my first girlfriend I had in there, she was like at least eight or nine years older than me. Uh, but she dealt with other girls before, and she broke up with me because she was like, "Yo, you mad young? You ain't trying to you you don't you probably ain't really gonna be messing with girls when you go home. So I'ma just drop you now, mind you. At this time, I'm like twenty. So you know, she wasn't fucking with me like that. Like I said, they be dropping me, y'all. Her name was Diana, though. Shout out to Diana. <laughs> Dirty Diana. Hey, shout out to you. Um, Mostly all the girlfriends I had when I was locked up, they were mad older than me, man. Because I was young when I was locked up. I was in my early 20s. And all them women, they was in like they early 30s, early 40s. So all my girls when I was locked up, they were at least 10 years older than me. Um, and then I got with this Spanish girl named Tita. <laughs> Shout out to Tita. If you listening, anybody that know Tita, heard of Tita, you already know. Her name was Janet. You already know I, what that was about. That was the most toxic relationship I've ever been in in my whole entire life. But, um, and then, you know, from there on and on and on and on. Like motherfucking Erica Badu song, you heard? But, um, that's all I can really tell you about the host. You feel me? I can't tell you nothing about P. Maybe we'll have an episode for her. And, you know, she can um introduce herself to you guys. But, yeah, man, that's a quick roundup for me. You feel what I'm saying? And during my time of incarceration, I think I spoke about this before as well. I met a few good friends along the way. And Mina was one of them friends. 20 was one of them friends. Um, Brandy was one of them friends. You know, so, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, I've been blessed to, uh, for God to, even when I was in messed up situations, God always put good people around me. And I was always blessed to have good people around me. So, even to this day, you heard. So, that's always been the upside to uh, the down situations that I, you know, put myself in shit like that with being in prison and being locked up. Um, you know what I mean? And since I've been home, I've just been trying to kill shit ever since. You feel what I'm saying? Been moving as slow as a tortoise. You feel me? Mo moving as slow as a turtle. We, we ain't in no rush. In this race, you feel me? Always on that marathon shit. Ain't nothing ever changed. I ain't trying to do anything fast. Because when you do shit fast, that's when you miss a beat. That's when you overlook shit. And then I want to see and I want to feel all my blessings. You heard? So I want to 
fill my level up and 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 realize and peep so I can always be humble and remember where I'm coming from. You heard? And even with this process, with this podcast, this freaking episode 38, my nigga, episode 38. No, yeah, episode 38. I'm high right now, as y'all can tell. I've been getting high. And I'm here by myself, so I ain't even passing it. This shit going straight to the head. Yeah, yeah, chicken to the head. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this shit going straight to the head. But yeah. Just every process. Um, Another thing, shout out to me again. Congratulations to me. I just got a, a, a another raise at my job. I ain't even going to tell y'all how much I got because then y'all niggas going to start asking me for money. Then y'all going to probably stop listening because y'all going to be like, I don't need to support that bitch. But anyway, yeah, so shout out to my motherfucking job. And also shout out to me working hard. And, you know, big, big shout outs to the man up above, of course. Uh... And um, always shout out to y'all, man. Always shout out to y'all for 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 checking in, and um, just for checking in the way y'all be checking in for me, man. I, I really really appreciate it. So that was that. That was right there. Introduction to the host. You feel me? The introduction to me. Hopefully this shit don't sound too janky promoterish, but I'm trying to I'm 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 trying to give it to y'all. I'm trying to give it to y'all in this 38th week um on this beautiful Mother's Day, uh, which is a Sunday. I but um I had y'all attention for almost about 25 minutes right now. I'm probably losing y'all by now, but Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the new listeners right now. I'm about to go pay. We, still we. We about to go pay some bills, you heard. And then when we come back, we going to come back with the social news. You know how we do. And if you don't know, now you know. Made it then. Rest in peace. Make the ops. Go to sleep. Let you know. I'm a G. Made it through. With the heat. Louis kicks. Louis V. Make it bounce. Just for me. I get that. Get that low. I get that. First verse, rock out, and then we're gonna let this chorus play. Hey, hit him with that bridge. Uh. Uh, 
I want to send a special happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. R.I.P. to mine. Hey, let's go, let's go. Will you? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I was just feeling it right there, you know what I mean? I just got off the phone with P, so I got some encouragement, you feel me? Um, So, shout out to P. Once again, shout out to all the mothers out there. You heard uh, that song right there is by Mac Ayers. Mac Ayers. Uh, Where you going tonight? Uh, That's from off of his latest project called 8-Ball, I believe. That's a hard-ass project. He got like six six or seven songs on there, and that's hard. Yo, them white boys, they don't be playing. They be getting it in with the music. Um, but that's my favorite song off that project. Anyway, what's going on out there? What was going on out there? What, what, what up? What's going on, y'all? Once again, you are in the spot, at the spot, all around the spot with your favorite lesbian in the whole wide world. Um, we are back. We are back. I'm about to hit y'all with that social news. It was one thing I forgot to tell y'all about me. I am a pretty tall, I'm pretty tall to be a girl. So in the lesbian world, I'm a keeper, you know, <laughs> you know, and I do everything right. If you know what I mean, you feel me? I do everything right when you need me to. Okay. And when I know you need it, y'all feels, but, um, anyway, we shout out to all the um new listeners out there, the old listeners, the day one listeners, the whatever listeners. This is the time in the show where I give y'all that social news. Media takes, media takes. Anyway, it ain't been too many, it ain't been too much spicy, dicey things going on this past couple weeks. Like I said, y'all, my mind, body, and heart. And even a little bit of my soul is already out there in Hawaii, man. In full more days, a nigga. Hey. Mmm. In four more days. Hey. Hey. But um, in four more days, I'm going to be out there in Hawaii getting laid. And I don't mean by getting laid with having sex. I mean when they put the thing around your neck. That's a lay, right? So... I believe when you get off the plane, they give you one of those. So, in the next four days, that's where I plan on being. Um, I plan on leaving work Wednesday night and boarding the plane by Thursday morning at 11 o'clock. You heard? So, my body is out there in Hawaii somewhere somewhere right now, y'all. Um... And we will, we will be having episode 39 out there in Hawaii. We will be trying to do that. Uh, but for right now, this is episode 38. And I got to be here. I got to have my whole body, mind, and soul right here for you guys. Um, but social news, social news. Congratulations, congratulations, and salutations go out to the beautiful, the beautiful Erica Minna. 
and um the beautiful erica minna and safari they are having their second child um and hopefully it's a boy because you know how these guys out there be about their boys but um and wendy williams has some slick shit to say about that um on her episode i guess just like most of us a few weeks ago we seen safari post that the worst thing he ever did in his life was get married so we thought maybe they were on the brinks but now we see maybe like a month later maybe even almost two months later um we see that she's pregnant and we know that they're married and we know the type of nigga Safari is. He takes to social media every time he get into a little argument with his significant other. And that's all, that's actually what Erica Mena said when he tweeted that out. So because of that, um, I felt, I mean, I guess Wendy felt the need to want to say something about it. And when she mentioned something about it, Erica Mena um, had something to say to her. And this was Erica Mena's tweet to Wendy Williams. I don't have what Wendy said to Erica, but I damn sure have what Erica said to Wendy. Wendy Williams, at this point, let's link up so I can beat your ass. Your ex-husband didn't do a good enough job. Um, now, most people probably would have been would be like, oh, she took it too far. She ain't had to say all of that. Wendy Williams ain't had to say what she said about Erica Mena and, you know, and, her, and fucking Safari. Like, um, and Wendy started off with saying that she don't know Erica Mena. So if you don't know me, why are you even speaking about anything that has something to do with me? I don't give a fuck if you and you don't even know my man. You probably met him. But you don't even know him and you don't know us good enough to even be speaking on our relationship. But at the at the end of the day, Wendy is going Wendy. You feel me? And um, I ain't talking about the fast food, you heard. But shouts out go to them. And up here at the spot, we fuck with y'all. So y'all definitely friends of the show. So shout out go to them and congratulations on their second child. Um... The Atlanta police officer that uh, was involved in the murder of Rashad Brooks has been, that was charged with murder, has been given his job back by the Atlanta Police Department. Um, I'm assuming it was some type of discrepancies in um, what was written up about him, I'm assuming, because I'm assuming that's the only way something like that can happen. But here it goes right here. On Tuesday, one of the Atlanta officers who were fired and charged in the shooting death of Rashad Brooks, Garrett Rolfe, I'm, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his last name. It's R-O-L-F-E. Garrett Rolfe was reinstated by the Atlanta Civil service board according to a statement released by the board the city failed to comply with certain provisions during witnesses testimony so i'm assuming because of that the board had concluded that he was afforded his right uh do his right to due process therefore the board grants the appeal of Garrett Rolfe and revokes his uh, 
dismissal as an employee of the Atlanta Police Department. So he got his job back. You know, you kill a nigga, you get your job back. That's basically what they be showing people out here. I I I personally be tired of reporting, be tired of reporting on things like that, but it's what's going on now here. So you got to speak about what's going on now here. So people can, you know, be careful. And to know to be careful about this motherfucker. Because obviously they don't care. Um, A toddler and woman have been shot in Times Square. Police say conditions of the victim was unknown. Suspect remained at large. Um, I really couldn't find too much information on this story. Um, it said exactly that, what I just read. Um, yeah, that's exactly what it said. Um, Atala, yeah. Um, sadly, there has been another shooting today, and this time it happened in New York City Times Square, where a gunman opened fire, wounding a woman and a toddler. The suspect is currently still at large. This shooting follows one earlier at Miami's mall. Yeah, that was another thing that happened. It was a, a big shooting at the mall in Miami. So, man, I don't know what's going on right about now. Y'all already know when it started getting hot and the summer started coming around and they started shooting them chemtrails out there. Shit started getting crazy, man. So, and then everybody, you know, the world is starting to open up so everybody out there spending the money the people that can be out there spending the money and motherfuckers out there taking the money the people that can be out there taking the money so y'all be safe man um speaking from a person that just came off of shopping and doing some shopping getting ready for this trip man um y'all just be safe and be careful out there because there's more than than corona out there killing motherfuckers is other is other things y'all gotta worry about than that um and that's definitely one of them um lori harvey admits that michael b jordan is her test model for her upcoming skincare line she is gearing up to get ready to drop a skincare line and she's using her man of course why wouldn't she as a test dummy for that, but they're calling it a skincare model. Um, anyway, it says Lori Harvey is what I just said is gearing up to finally share her skincare secrets and uh regimes courtesy of her fourth her oh her forthcoming line of skincare products. But while her fans wait to see what's in store, she's been testing out the products on herself and also her boyfriend, Michael B. And so y'all keep a lookout for so y'all keep a lookout for her skincare product. I don't know what it's gonna be called. Let me see. Did they say what it's gonna be called? Nah. Let me see. Nah, yeah. Um it ain't say what it's called or anything yet. But y'all keep a lookout for her, for her skincare line. And congratulations to her. Shout out. And uh, Michael B. Jordan's skin was looking real nice in that um, Without Remorse um, movie. So, you know, shout out to her. Shout out to Lori Harvey. So, she ain't no dot over there. I, was, I just had a conversation with somebody about when they were saying that she was a dot or a hoe or some shit. And I'm like, well, she ain't a dot because... She do, like, I know she do, she do something, like, 
Oh, oh, that was my barber. That's what that was. Because he was saying she was a thot or that hoe over there or some shit. And I'm like, no, she's not a thot. Like, a thot to me, like a hoe to me, is a, a female that's not out here getting nothing of her own. And she out here hoeing, messing with niggas that got it. Or messing with niggas that can help her try to get it. And once she done with that nigga, she moving on to mess with the other nigga. I don't think Lori Harvey is getting anything from these niggas. She don't need nothing from these niggas. Her father is Steve Harvey. Well, her stepdad is Steve Harvey. So I don't know. You know, I doubt it if she need to get anything from these niggas. Like, so I really think she just out here having fun with these niggas. And it's basically she surrounded you know she's in that world with all them celebrity ass niggas so when she break up with one nigga she's in that world so, which means when she get with the next nigga he's more than likely gonna be a celebrity and more than likely gonna be a celebrity we know but i'm happy she and then this is her fourth skincare line go ahead Lori harvey let me let me clap it up for Lori harvey the fuck don't be saying she no hoe. That girl ain't no motherfucking hoe. You feel me? Just because she been getting these niggas, that don't make her no hoe. That make them probably hoes. Fuck out of here. But anyway, shout out to my barber. He be he be lacing me up. Anyway, um, R.I.P. to the Obama's dog, Bo, after his uh battle with uh cancer. Man, I didn't even know that dogs can get cancer. That's some crazy shit, bro. Um, but this is what Michelle Obama um, had tweeted out. Or this is this was her statement. Whew, excuse me, y'all. I had a long day. Trust me. Um, this afternoon was a difficult one for our family. We say goodbye to our best friend, our dog, Bo, after a, a battle with cancer. Um, on the campaign trail in 2008, we promised our daughters that we would get a puppy after the election. At the time, Bo was supposed to be a campaign for the girl, a companion for the girls. We had no idea how much he would mean to all of us. For more than a decade, Bo was a constant comforting presence in our lives. He was there and the, when the girls came home from school and all those type of things. I didn't know it was that. Well, I see it was that long, but I thought it was maybe I thought I could maybe just stop somewhere. But she kept it going. But R.I.P. to Bo and all dogs go to heaven. I don't care what nobody say. All dogs go to heaven and rest in peace to Bo. And, you know, prayers go to um, their daughters and just the Obamas because dogs really, really are special, man. And I wish P was here because P would have been able to contest to that. She loved her dog. Um, and not to say I don't love dogs, but I've just never been that cool with dogs. Um, I used to have relationships, have a relationship like that with cats, but mm, I did too much bad shit to cats when I was a kid. So as an adult, I ain't trying to um get that karma back from one of them motherfuckers. So, and you know, like I said, dogs okay, but I got bit by a dog. So my relationship with dogs is like topsy-turvy. I'm scared of them motherfuckers. They big enough. So, but um, 
R.I.P. the boat and our prayers go out to um the Obamas and our prayers also go out to Snoop Dogg because he posted a picture of his moms and he was just like I need all my prayer warriors right now he didn't speak on to say anything else after that but uh prayers go out um prayers is going out to Snoop and his mom and hopefully everything is good over there um with his family um R.I.P. the boat. Oh, detective detectives identified gun gunman in Pop Smoke's murder as being only 15 years old. Um, let me read some more, give y'all some more information about that. More details of the tragic slaying of the late Pop Smoke continue to be revealed during the preliminary hearing for one of his murder suspects trial. As we previously reported, two adults and two juvenile males were arrested in connection to Pop Smoke shooting. And now it's being revealed that the actual gunman was only 15 years old. A Los Angeles Police Department detective testified Friday that the teen and his alleged accomplices were after Pop Smoke's diamond-studded Rolex and other jewelry when they allegedly stormed Pop Smoke's Airbnb rental in the Hollywood Hills. The investigator testified the suspects were only able to get away with the watch, which they later resold for just $2,000 fucking dollars. $2,000, bro. So this... For just $2,000, the detective said the teen gunman, who is the youngest of the four defendants, slipped up in jail when he allegedly admitted his role in the slaying during a recorded interview. That's crazy. The saddest part is that it's... Too, like, all these... Like, it's five lives that's gone. Because those those four guys' lives is over. They're going to throw the book at them. Because as the book should be thrown at them. But also because they're also black men, black men. And then y'all killed this other black man over a fucking roly That y'all only... That y'all resold for only $2,000, bro. $2,000 fucking dollars. So that's what this man's life was worth. That shit be crazy, bro. And that's the shit, like, that's just the thing. People from all around the world and different places in the world, the four corners that they like to go to is New York, L.A., Atlanta, and that's it. So it's like, let's say if you from L.A., not even. Let's say if you from, let's say anywhere from in New York or any bunk ass town down south, the first thing niggas gonna do when they get that rap money is move to LA somewhere in the hills. Like, why the fuck you think ain't nobody gonna rob you out here, blood? What the fuck you think going on? Like, you gonna be the first niggas to get robbed because y'all the last niggas moving up in here. Everybody else been here. Yo, like, niggas gotta stop, man. Rest in peace to, to Pop Smoke. 
and prayers to all them niggas, all them little niggas involved because they're going to be locked up for the rest of their lives. Tokyo Olympics bans um, athletes from wearing BLM apparel. Um, I think that's probably going to be because they don't want people feeling any certain type of way about that type of shit. I already see, I, I already see this shit coming. But y'all, y'all know I got some information on this too. This is what they said. Um, the International Olympic. Oh, hold up, wait. Cause I actually got it. I think I got that shit twice. Yeah, right here. Um. After a year's delay due to the pandemic, it looks like we're going to have Olympic Games after all. But not without some but not without some controversy, of course not. Um Tokyo Olympic athletes will not be able to rock any BLM matter apparel at the ceremonies this summer. Olympic committee officials say barring athletes from wearing message supporting the, the BLM movement is part of the ban on protests and political messages the policy was revealed two weeks ago with a focus on prohibiting demonstrations on the field of play during an official ceremony or at the podium it's now understood that blm apparel has been included in that ban officials say however that blm slogans will be allowed during press conferences and interviews as well as team meetings but it's clear that if athletes are seen wearing messages during official ceremonies they could be disqualified so you can't wear none of that shit over here we not beat for none of that shit they that's basically what they saying so they bait they also probably better not have none of that asian hate stuff out there either right because y'all basically saying y'all can't show you know we can't wear none of that type of peril we can talk about it but we can't show nothing about it so okay whatever i don't give a fuck about the olympics anyway but shout out to the people that do and y'all can tune in for that Jesse Williams, um, Jesse Williams is leaving Grey's Anatomy after 12 seasons. If y'all don't know who Jesse Williams is, I think he was the guy that received that Emmy or one of them awards a couple years ago. And, um, he said that long ass speech about black people and all this strong black people that, and, um, come to find out he was cheating on his black wife with, uh, a white, a white woman. Now, I don't know if that was, if that's for show, for show. I told you I'm I'm free up here. I'm freestyling like a motherfucker. Um and P not here today. So being that P not here is not my fault if if I don't get it right. You feel me? So if anything, I would suggest y'all to Google that little information that I gave y'all just now cuz I I don't know if it's true, but that's who I think Jesse Williams is. But other than that, He's definitely leaving Grey's Anatomy after 12 years. Now, that part of everything is true. Federal Grand Jury indicts Derek Chauvin, the, the dude that was involved uh, in the George Floyd murder, 
and three former officers for violating George Floyd's constitutional rights. That's because they held him down and then let him breathe. And that was a constitutional right for you to let that man breathe. So they just applying pressure on these motherfucking assholes that, that murdered a man in cold blood on national TV as if he was being hung from a tree. So fuck all them bitch ass niggas and every charge, every charge y'all can find on them, find it. Okay? And hopefully they get everything that's coming to them in jail. Um, JT and Lil Uzi Vert, they had graced the covers of Arena Home Plus Magazine. They was looking real pretty. JT was looking beautiful. Lil Uzi Vert was looking like a young black king. I loved it. I loved it. Clap it up for them. Clap it up for them. Y'all know how much I love JT, but Lil Uzi Vert, he got the money. You feel what I'm saying? But they do make a cute couple. Shout out goes to Lil Uzi Vert and JT. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I got this far without mentioning this shit. But what I'm going to do is... Oh, yeah. I'm about to... Um, I'm, you know what? We going to go pay some bills. And then after we go pay some bills, we going to come back. And we going to talk about Justin Bieber and these motherfucking dreads. We'll be right back, y'all. said i was just rumbling i was going on and on i was about to be on minute 30 but anyway let's get on this fucking justin bieber with these motherfucking dreads justin bieber what's going on with you bruh somebody gotta tell you to fall the fuck back i'm tired of people and then i keep hearing people like justin been doing a lot of what they call that cultural appropriation whatever they want to call that he been doing a lot of that shit lately. Um, he been dropping these fake ass R&B albums. And then he been getting mad because he ain't been nominated. Um, and, uh, or he ain't been in an R&B category. Motherfucker, you pop. You ain't black. Just because you got a few fucking black people... Like, you might have a fucking Masago somewhere splattered around on your album or a motherfucking um, Gibeon and, 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 and fucking Daniel Caesar on there. So now you think that's what should make it an R&B album or a fucking Bryson Tiller or something? And now you got fucking dredge. Just what, like months, a few months ago, they were saying you was out talking about you um um what was that um mexican dude name he had on 
some button up and glasses and they was like he looked like the Mexican dude that's on the run whatever that nigga name is like you doing a lot of shit out here Justin Bieber and now you got fucking dreads and everybody like oh well Usher put him on y'all know the black people and know he came up with the man if he was doing this shit in the beginning when he was really around all the black people the ushers the ludicrouses and when he was really you know up under the black wing but nah, he was doing all that pop shit to get put on. Now that you put on and you got all the money and, and you got where you needed to be, now you want to come back and get... no, nah, get the fuck out of here. Because you got little twists and all them little niggas in trouble. Khalil, all them little niggas, where they at? You the only prosper. You the only nigga that prospered out of all them little niggas. Even that nigga Sean Kingston. And I think that's where he be getting most of his source from. I feel like all them little niggas be writing for him for real, for real. I felt like that um, after I heard his last album, Journeys. That shit was hard. I felt like a couple of them tracks on there, Lil Khalil wrote for that nigga. Yo, somebody need to really smack the shit out of Justin Bieber. Like, for real. That's why he was singing for the people in the hood when his car broke down. Because he ain't want nobody to smack the shit out of him. So he was acting like shucking and jiving. Yeah, shucking job, little white nigga. That shit crazy, man. Get the fuck out, Get the fuck out of here, Justin Bieber, with fucking dreads. Okay, um, I see a lot of people saying that marriage is just a piece of paper. Um, Tokyo from Tokyo Vanity from I think she was on Love and Hip Hop Miami, and uh, she had put out a long ass motherfucking paragraph, and I wasn't about to read that shit. But she wasn't the only one that said that, or should I say, I feel like she uh, piggybacked. Or for this other lady that mentioned that um, earlier in the week. And they was just saying, like, there's a lot of stuff that's just a piece of paper that you need. Like your driver's license, your social security card, your birth certificate. Like, those are just pieces of paper, but it means a lot. So, for people that be like, marriage is just a piece of paper and all that. It's not just a piece of paper. That shit means a whole lot. Um, once again, like I said, don't be trying to, you know, say things just to make it sound good. It, it mostly be niggas saying those type of things just to make it sound good. Like, don't be trying to, you know, don't try to do things. If you don't want to get married, just say that. But don't be like, oh, man, that shit just the people to try to convince other people. No, nah, because that's not true. So I grew with old girl that spoke about it earlier in the week. And I also agree with Tokyo. Um, versus, versus, versus. Clap it up for versus, man. And it's crazy because I forgot that that was going to be the next versus after the 420. Because it was the 420 with Redman and them. And then they was going to have the Mother's Day versus with whoever because they didn't have the names up there so uh shout out to swv and escape my side has been chosen you already know i was going with swv it was very very close because escape got some hits of course they do but swv is my group i'm sorry 
Uh, and they was everybody looked good from Escape to SWV. Escape, they was throwing mad shade because you know them bitches is a little spicy. And everybody voices was beautiful, man. I just love my black people, and I love how they put the whole thing together. And it was basically a celebration, but SWV won that. Um, sixth grade student opened fires and injured three people at an Idaho middle school. Um. Back into the BS, right? Um, two... Yeah, this is it right here. Two students and one adult injured after sixth grader opens fire at middle school in Rugby, Idaho, officials say. Um, a, damn, a sixth grade student was taken into custody early Thursday after authorities said that she, that she opened fire while inside of a rugby... Idaho middle middle school injuring two other students and a custodian. Um, according to AP News, the victims suffered non-life-threatening injuries as they were all shot in their limbs. Steve Anderson, the Jefferson County Sheriff, said that the young girl pulled a handgun out of her backpack and fired multiple rounds. She was eventually disarmed by a teacher who held her until authorities arrived. Damn. ABC News reports that the custodian that was injured was released from the hospital while the two children who were injured will stay in the hospital overnight. Two people were shot in the hallway and third and the third was shot as she made her way outside. Damn, it is unclear how the child gained access to the gun. And the motive behind the shooting is unclear at the moment. We don't have a lot of details at this time of why that of why um, that this is being investigated. We're following all leads. Damn, that's crazy. A sixth grader. So I'm assuming they were like 12, 11, a sixth grade, uh, a, a 12 year old girl like that. That's crazy, man. Man, hide your kids. It's like, man, just stay home. Just stay home. That's another thing this pan this pandemic showed us is that you can homeschool your kids and they can't go to school from home because there's too much shit going on at the schools, man. Um, Childish Gambino is being sued for allegedly stealing hit song This Is America. So let's see if this gonna let us um, check this out. I didn't listen to the song that they said is being stolen. But you know how that shit goes. Somebody always be saying somebody done stole something of theirs, man. Alright, let me see if this one let me go up here. But we're going to see if this going to let me uh, play it. It should. Let's see. Let's see. It should have been right here. That's crazy. Shit always be crazy when you trying to find it, man. 
Alright, here we go. Now, let's see if it's going to let us play what's going on. Okay, now. This is this is America. Okay. Now that this is now that's the version we know. This is the version that they saying it's been stolen. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Um. Um. I just heard them. I just heard them both say America. But that don't mean that uh he stole a cadence or whatever from him. So I don't know. But he being sued for that. We know what happened the last time somebody was being sued for something. So we just gonna see how this play itself out. But I doubt it. Childish Gambino is a talented ass guy. So I doubted if he was sitting around and this came across his screen and he was like, Oh, I'ma hype this up and make it sound a little bit better. So but shout out to my man who feel like somebody stole his shit. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, she's at it again. She's doing a lot of talking because she's running to become make governor of uh, the great state of California. And Caitlyn Jenner says the process of becoming a U.S. citizen needs to be modernized and expresses support for building the border wall. So, yeah, um, that's what I said to y'all last week, that she was down with all that Trump shit that was going on. So y'all know she down with the wall being built, right? You know, uh, she don't want motherfuckers coming in this motherfucker. Just like Trump didn't. Um, I understand they sentiments, but then again, I don't understand they sentiments. Like, who the... I mean, I get it, but at the end of the day, like... Man, who the fuck is y'all to be telling people to not come in this country, bro? Like, me personally, I don't give a fuck who crossing that fucking border. I don't. Um, But at the end of the day, if you crossing a border illegally, then you do something to get locked up and then they send your ass back, then that is what it is. But if you're going to cross that border... You know, try to make try to make something out of yourself, I guess. I guess, right? Don't just cross the border, come over here and just be standing in front of a bunch of fucking Home Depots. Try to do something with yourself, you feel me? But, you know, I don't want to offend nobody. Shout out to my Mexicanas out there. Hold up, with my volume? Shout out to my Mexicanas out there, you heard? Um... All right, and that's it right there for social news, man. I, yo, I really feel like this episode is going to be hella shitty. I usually say that all the time to myself in my head sometimes, and then I listen back to the episode and it be sounding good. But this one, definitely going to be sounding shitty, especially because uh, P is not here. But I'm going to take the blame for that. I'm going to definitely take the blame for that. This is episode 38. This is my episode. You feel me? So this is this shit is just straight up janky promoter 
janky promoter-ish. And that shit was filmed in Modesto. So it's all good. That's what we shooting from, you heard? <laughs> so shout out to us. Alright, I'm going to give y'all this was popping real quick before we leave. Then come back. I'm going to give y'all the new music and that Put You On song. Um, ain't been too much of what's popping like I always told y'all. Still haven't been, uh, fin- still haven't got done watching, um, um, without remorse. Cause like I said, when I, when me and my girl link up, it'd be pretty late, man. But, um, I'm gonna probably definitely try to check it out over the weekend. Um, and those who wish me dead, uh, Angelina Jolie new movie, those who wish me dead will be coming out May the 14th. They, uh, just dropped a new trailer for that shit showing extra parts in the movie. And that shit is really, really, really hard. It really look hard. I can't wait to, um, see it. Meet the Blacks part two is coming out. I didn't even know they was making a Meet the Blacks part two. It was actually on Charlemagne page and I checked out the trailer. The trailer long as fuck. So if y'all if y'all come by the trailer, don't watch it. Because if y'all see the trailer, y'all gonna feel like y'all seen the whole movie. A nigga like me, I smoke a lot of weed. So I forgot the trailer by now. And I'm definitely gonna forget what I seen in the trailer by June 11th. So but it looked like it was funny as fuck. It got mad people in it. So we got to go, you know, show out and show. We got to show up and show out for our people and go check out Meet the Blacks Part 2, June 11th. And y'all already know me, what I'm watching. Y'all already know what I'm doing. I'm watching Supernatural, guys. I'm not out here watching none of that hippity hop stuff that y'all out there watching i'm doing straight supernatural and that's all i got for y'all when it comes to the what's popping and we about to go pay some bills when we come back i will be doing new music the put you on song and then we're gonna get up on out of here shout out to y'all thank y'all for listening we'll be right back hold up wait i'm fucking up already y'all i'm fucking up already bear with me bear with me Bear with me. Alright. We gonna go out on this. is called another love song by my guy nobody spelled in bby drop both of them o's you heard but um yeah we bike we back um now it's time this is the time of the show when i give y'all that new music however much new music that there is out there um 
ain't never too much. All right. J. Cole, J. Cole dropped interlude. J. Cole dropped interlude. He will be, he's gearing up for uh, the album. I think he said he dropping on the 14th. But keep a lookout on that. Don Tolliver, what you need. Don Tolliver, what you need. Single. Um, Sweetie, Sweetie. Fast Motion. Fast Motion. She dropped a single called Fast Motion. Pink dropped a single called All I Know So Far. I fuck with Pink. All I Know So Far. She just dropped a single called All I Know So Far. YG, Mozzie, and Blash just dropped a single called Perfect Timing. Mozzie, YG, and Blash just dropped the album. I mean, just dropped a single called Perfect Timing. My bad. Yo, Kenny Chesney just dropped the uh, Deluxe album called Here and Now. Now, I know y'all don't give a fuck about Kenny Chesney. He is a country artist. But when I was locked up, um, and I was in this program called Carnover, and it was this this little white girl that loved this nigga right here, bruh. She loved this nigga, Kenny Chesney. And this nigga is still dropping music. He look old as hell. That's crazy. But, um, Kenny Chesney just dropped for all my country sing I mean, for all my country fans out there. Um... Um, who else got mu new music? Never left, never left. Single from Lil Tecca, Lil Tecca hanging in there, ain't he? Single from Lil Tecca, never left. Um, Tusi, Tusi got an album out called Thank You for Believing. Thank You for Believing. Check that out if you fuck with Lil Tusi. Um, Isaiah Rashad got a single out. Featuring Duke Deuce called Lay With Ya. Isaiah Rashad, he's down with Top Dog Entertainment. Um, he got a new single out called Lay With Ya featuring Duck Deuce. I mean, Duke Deuce, my bad, I'm sorry. Um, Hollywood Sucks, Kenny Hoopla featuring Travis Barker. Oh, at first I thought that said Travis Scott. That's the only reason why I mentioned it. My bad. So you can rewind that and take that out. You're... That you go. Hey. Um, and that, oh, T, T Grizzly. Built for whatever. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to have to check this out. T Grizzly. Built for whatever. You heard how I many tracks he got on here. Oh, he got about 19 songs on here. That's what's up. He always be coming with the heat. T Grizzly, Built for Whatever, you heard? An album. He don't be putting out no singles either. He just come out and dropped the whole album. Shout out to T Grizzly, man. And that's it right there, man. That That's everything right there, man. Um, Now, I'm about to give y'all this Put You On song, you heard? I'm so sorry. 
right, now I got a couple I can give to y'all, but I'm going to give this one right here to y'all because I think this was pretty hard. That other one is kind of long, and I'm ready to go, and I know y'all ready to go too, Um, but y'all just don't want to break out on a nigga, and I know some of y'all be waiting for this part of the show because y'all playlists be ass. I be telling y'all that all day time. But um, this song right here is called Mine by by Al wait by Alex Isley and Jack Dine by Alex Isley and Alex. I I think her name is Alex. I don't know, but this is a beautiful song. It's called Mine. Go stream it. Go check it out. Go buy it. Go do whatever. Mine by Alex Isley and Jack dying Don't you know those brown eyes see a side that me nobody knows nobody knows but you I wanna go go wherever your thoughts lead you treasures you hold why don't you show Cause what I've seen so far is heaven sent Eloquent and decadent Every drop is in my way I hold on, babe I'd live this whole damn life all over again Just to meet you once again Every second, minute, hour still in place Cause you've always been
Okay, that was mine by um who I said their name was. You know these people be having some crazy names, but that was mine by Alex Isley and Jack Dine. Alex Isley and Jack Dine. Um All right. And um Hold up. You already know how we do. You already know how we do this shit up here, man. When you hear that shit drop like... You already know what time it is. This is actually the time when I start to, um, you know. Pop on my shit. Hey. 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 I mean, what else can you do over a beat like this? You feel me? I mean, you can't be angry over a beat like this. You know what I mean? You can't be mad. You can't be upset. You know what I mean? Overbeat like this, the only thing you can do is just think about love, making love, you know what I mean? Think about kissing your woman all over in places that she loved to be kissed and touched and licked and felt and nibbled on. You feel what I'm saying? Like, when you hear a beat like this, this only puts you in a place where you can be with your girl and your loved one and laying up, cuddled all up inside them boobs and then she just make you, ooh, just get you all heated and hot all up in the middle. You feel what I'm saying? But can nobody get that shit the way I get it? Um, so, mom, you know, I appreciate y'all for showing up the way y'all be showing up all the time, the way y'all show up for us. This right here was episode big, 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 big 38, you know, shout out to P, shout out to y'all for showing up spiritually and, um, Hopefully, next episode will be shout out there in Hawaii. But until then, and until the next time I speak to y'all, y'all be safe. And y'all be corona free out there. Everybody be safe out there, motherfucker. Stay masked up. Gassed up.